Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Birdo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. How are you? Here we are. Oh, okay. Another goddamn week, Dragon. <laughs> You're such a baby. When are you going to let me, like, uh-huh. not have to do this every fucking no, week? No, we signed... I made you sign a lifetime contract. You actually Fuck. are legally required to do this every week now. Sorry. No, for re- <laughs> God damn it. You should have read the contract. It, <laughs> well, <laughs> It actually, you know it's actually the million-year contract like they do in Scientology. <laughs> I own you even after you die. Sorry. <laughs> God damn it! I thought you were doing a like, like you were gonna take care of my finances. No. That's what I thought the contract was. No, but I did rubber stamp your your signature now. So. Fuck. <laughs> I also own the gym. <laughs> also, apologies. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, I really got screwed there. Huh? Yeah, you did. You, you should have read it. You should have read the fine print. Well, I guess that that's me. Can I just claim I, that you made me sign it under duress? And then nah. I just point at you and I'm like, come on. You know? <laughs> and the, cor- the court's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we've seen video of her <laughs> hitting you in the gym. We get it. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, Berto, what's up? Yes, Dragon. Um, you know, you know, uh, my wonderful, exciting life of nothingness <laughs> yep. followed by more nothingness. Cool. I saw you this morning Bring, at the gym. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, well... That's what I'm doing. I go to the gym. Yep. Then guess what I do after the gym? You go to a different gym? Well, I go to the... Well, I either go to a different gym or I go running. <laughs> right. And then I go home. Right. I was going to go to the movies, but uh, the movie... And I'm not even going to see a good movie. That's just how sad my life is. <laughs> I was like, eh, fuck it. I got I got the uh, the Regal app, so fuck it. This is going to be free. Mm-hmm. And then um, I see when I get to the theater, I'm going to buy my ticket. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, wait a minute, this is only an IMAX showing, and it's like 20 extra bucks. I was like, get the fuck out of here. So I went home. Oh, that's great. You got all the way to the theater to just to turn around because it was 20 I mean, extra dollars? I wouldn't again, have done it either, but... Again, it's it's not like it's not like I have anything to do. It's pretty sad. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah, I was. it's either that or... I mean, I could have just sat in the, the parking lot for an hour crying <laughs> myself. Right. Crying, and then been like, all right, now it's time for me to go to the movie. But, you know. <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. That's fair. What movie were you going to see? What movie was I going to see? Yeah. Um, Moonfall. I don't is even it, know what that is. Exactly. Exactly. Um, it's it's a movie where the moon falls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Got it? I got it. Mm, good. Well. Anyway. Yes. Exciting on my part. I'm back to jujitsu. Yay. Uh, yeah. Great. <laughs> it's your favorite. Um, so I'm really, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, out of the past seven days, I've gone six days, so that's exciting. <laughs> um, yes. And then on on Thursday, I'm getting tattooed again, so that's exciting. But then I have to take another week off of jujitsu, so that's a shame. I'm assuming you're gonna come and hang out anyway. Uh, I pro- I probably just, will. Yeah. You just have nothing else to do. You're like me. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll at least come say hi for a little bit or whatever. Because I, what am I gonna do? Sit at home. Um. So there's that. And then uh, I I went to the dentist today. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. Did you get your teeth fixed? Yeah, yeah. They cleaned them and everything. Polished them up real nice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So I went to Rite Aid today after the dentist. Oh, boy. Here I we went go. to our normal is, Rite Aid. Is, are you sure you want to tell this story? And <laughs> you, Neil you, Young is listening, by the way. You don't even know what I'm going to say. And uh, I, our Rite Aid, suddenly, like, everything is behind glass and you have to hit a button. Somebody has to come and unlock it for you and say, okay, what do you want from it? Really? Yeah. And I was like... Well, and I asked the guy, I was like, what, is this for everything? Like, what's going on? He was like, no, we were losing, like, a lot of stuff. Like, a lot of stuff was getting stolen. And I was like, okay. But I kind of don't get it. And then we went into Walgreens, uh, uh, like, 
on the way home. And that also had a bunch of stuff behind lock and key. And I was like, what is going on in this neighborhood? I mean, you have seen a lot of crime. The, the crime yeah. has gone up a lot, right? I know, I know. And uh, also, you know, there's certain rules and certain places where they're just not prosecuting for certain amounts. I think yeah. New York is actually one of them. Yeah. So, you know, I don't want to sound like, you know, we, we should be doing stuff, but I think this is a result of what's, what's been happening. Okay, well. People just be, people just like grabbing shit and leaving. Here's the thing, Brodo. It is mildly yes. inconveniencing me, and I do not appreciate that. <laughs> I had to wait an extra three seconds while I hit a little button and a man came over and unlocked it for me. And, and then I, I had to quickly be like, oh shit, uh, I, I, need, I guess I need this one. Because I like wasn't planning ahead because I wasn't expecting it. And yeah. normally I go to Rite Aid, I have my headphones in, I'm listening to a podcast, I get all my shit that I need, I do self checkout i never have to talk to anybody it's the best oh, thing in the world yeah oh it's the greatest and now i have to talk to somebody whenever i want to oh. get anything that can fit into a large backpack apparently is this going to drive you to more towards amazon i hope i feel like it is and i don't like that i don't want to do yeah. that either yeah it's just gonna happen that's that's what i've accepted it's just it's gonna happen if it, it's just if it's so inconvenient well for me in. to do i might as well just give in to my fucking overlords just give in just let it happen. Just start ordering everything from Amazon. I don't like that. I don't want to do that either. Anyway, it, it was like, I was like, wow, I hate this. I used to love going to Rite Aid. Like, no joke, I really enjoy going to Rite Aid. It's like, I go and I usually get myself a little treat. I get a little candy bar and I do oh. have my little bags. And I have a little system that going now, on. Now you have to hit the button to get a candy bar. <laughs> Very, Actually, and then the guy has to look at you like, Ugh, you're getting a Snickers? It's disgusting. While the Twix is sitting right there. Well, no, I like everything. Ugh. Everything that was behind Lock and Key is like all shampoo, all conditioner, all deodorant, like all those things, like tampons and all that stuff are behind it. Um, all toothbr- toothbrush, toothpaste, the mouthwash. I was like, who is dealing really? mouthwash? Like, what, what are we doing? What the fuck is going on? Right? It's like... Less I knew, like Greenpoint didn't have shit like that, but here we are. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I was there like a week and a half ago, and it wasn't like that. So it's just overnight. Oh man, I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know. It's fucking crazy. I know. Anyway, We're living in crazy times. Right? That's what Dragon's complaint corner right. <laughs> of things that mildly, mildly convenience me. <laughs> Do you want to hear what I'm complaining about? Yeah. I have to fucking go to this fucking place on Sunday mm-hmm. to watch some fucking football game. <laughs> Even though I haven't watched a single game this entire year, yet I have to go to this fucking person's house mm-hmm. and just pretend to care about football because <laughs> they, I got invited. Ugh. You're, it's really annoying. It's so rude. Anyway, I'm sorry. Ooh, your, li- <laughs> your life is oh, so boy. hard. Thank you. Thank you, Dragon, for uh, saving us again. You're welcome. Um, again, I'm going to apologize to Neil Young <laughs> and Neil Diamond. I wonder if that joke is even funny in, like, in, in the podcast itself. <laughs> if it's I don't just, know. Who cares? Or if it's just it's funny, funny to, to me. us. It's funny to us in the recording and that's it. You act like any joke I, I, I say is going to be funny to anyone outside of me. That is a good point. Literally, I'm just making jokes for myself. This is, that's the whole point of this entire podcast is I just make jokes for myself yeah. that I laugh when I listen back to it because I listen back to this podcast because, of course, I'm, an, I'm a narcissist. Oh, yeah. And then and in my mind, I'm not like, gee, I wonder if people are going to enjoy this because I'm like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing this for me so I can laugh at my own jokes. I, I do. I do agree with you there. I do listen back and I do chuckle at our jokes sometimes and I'm like, oh, we're funny. <laughs> <laughs> all right and all I, don't, right, I also don't care if nobody else listens that's fine all right let's get started <laughs> okay. this then sounds good sounds good all right dragon yes let's start with a little segment we like to call a dragon on the couch okay dragon yeah. what did you watch on the couch this week 
Uh, okay, so I'm actually going to start in the theaters. I mean, okay. that's not the couch. But. I know, I know. But we're doing both. Um, so I went out to the theater and I saw a little movie called Licorice Pizza. Ooh. Um, which you and, already talked about, I believe. And I raved about how much I loved it. You really did. Okay. Dragon? Yes. Give me your thoughts on it. Okay, so first I want to preface this by saying, did I tell you what I thought this movie was about? Uh, I think you said it was about a pizza place. No. So I... Okay, so <laughs> I had only seen the... Um, the trailer that yeah the trailer for this but and when i say seen the trailer i mean i half i half asked sort of kind of paying attention to it but not really like it was playing at the movie theater before a bunch of other movies that i've seen in the past like year or whatever so um like while i'm playing my crossword and trying to ignore the the uh trailers i i i, I saw you this glanced up and glanced saw up. a couple scenes yes so the only scene that i saw or the only thing that I remember from that is uh, Bradley Cooper yelling about his girlfriend, Barbara Streisand. Okay. Streisand. Yes, yes, yes. So because of that, I thought that this movie was like a biopic of Barbara Streisand before she got famous of her like life as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? And Berto, guess how far into the movie I got before I realized that was not the case. <laughs> I'm gonna say 25 minutes when you really when you realize the main character uh, Alana, yeah, that she was you were sitting there like, man, that's not, uh, yeah, that's I guess she's not Barbara Streisand. No, <laughs> it was not then because I just assumed Barbara Streisand was the stage name for some reason. Was the what? <laughs> was the stage name, and that her real name was whatever the fucking chick's name. <laughs> I'm gonna say you got. In that case, I'm going to say you got an hour in. You were an hour in. I got up to the part where Bradley Cooper starts yelling about his girlfriend, Barbara Streisand, where I was like, wait. <laughs> oh, my God. That is like the last. That is, you were 30 minutes from finishing the movie. I got like an hour and a half into this movie before I realized I was at the case. You're also like, this is a really weird way of telling the Barbara Streisand it was story. So, it was so weird. I was like, did Barbara Streisand date like a 15-year-old? What is going on? <laughs> And then I realized, I was like, this timeline probably doesn't actually line up in any way. Isn't Barbara Streisand older than that? Like, was she like a teen? Was she like in her <laughs> mid-20s in the 70s? I have no idea. I don't know how old Barbara Streisand is. <laughs> this is the fucking best thing I think I've ever heard in my life. I just truly really didn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why that is the only thing oh. that stuck in my head about this movie before we saw it is Barbara Streisand. So in my head, it was like, well, it's a movie about Barbara Streisand. I don't know. Okay. Bye. Okay. Okay, okay, Dragon. So anyway. Oh, give me your thoughts on this movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sadly, it's not about Barbara, Barbara Streisand. Okay, uh, so here's what I'll say. I generally like the movie. Okay. I, I, I loved the outfits. Every outfit, spot on. Loved it. I want to mm -hmm. wear everything Alana wore. Um, I, uh, I did not like the two main characters interacting with each other ever. I really didn't like them. Because the moment you were like, he's 15, you were like, ew. Yeah, but it wasn't And she that. was like 20-something? She was like 20... She, when they introduced her, she was like 25 or 26. Like, she was in her mid yeah. to late 20s. No, this is like literally just a summer. So this whole... Everything that happens in this movie happens in the course of like three months. Which, like, whatever. Like, that's fine. I, I just... I really, really didn't like them together. I, th I thought their chemistry was really weird. I didn't understand, like, why they I, even liked I, each other. Honestly... Honestly, I thought it was the exact opposite. I thought their chemistry was amazing. I was just like, man, I just hate the fact that he's, he's, he's supposed to be 17. Like, just make him 18, and then I'd be a little more okay with it. Yeah. 
Oh, but that still, is. Not... I mean, still weird, but yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe just not in high school. <laughs> You're right. I could like, not. I don't. I... I don't care how much he looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Like, just, <laughs> just I'm not gonna. I just can't. I can't. I yeah. I I completely disagree. I really, really, really didn't like them together. Every time they were together, it made me uncomfortable. And it was. I don't think I didn't think it was the age difference thing because, as we know, with "Call Me by Your Name," I will take. Uh, <laughs> you you are pro. a well done a, a well done. Um, we all know how. We all know that you famously defended Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> no, I did not. All right? We up. all know that. <laughs> I. Uh, but I'll take like a really well done portrayal of like two people who like are are incredibly attra- attracted to each other and like really really genuinely like each other. But this did not feel like that at all, at okay. all to me. I, anyway, but everything else I loved about the movie, like I really genuinely did. I liked when she you know worked at the. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, when the so- one of the softy brothers came up, I liked. I really liked that. I like. I liked almost everything else about this movie. I just really didn't like them interacting with, with each other, which is yeah. a shame. I, I man, I love this movie so fucking much. I don't, so I, so much. I really don't understand why. I don't. I don't get it. I don't know. I, it's just something about it just like spoke to me in Do terms you, of like, and, and it's probably just like the fact, and it's it's not it's not it doesn't even have a story. No. Well, it's like, a slice it, of life kind of thing. Yeah, it's almost. a slice of life thing, which is just like, this is a slice of life looking at, I'm, I'm assuming, is summer vacation. Mm-hmm. And like of this kid who's like, well, it's it's basically this girl who just is not, she's not. Going she's anywhere a, with her she's, life. Yeah, she's not going anywhere with her life. And then she just meets this kid who's like, just a doer. He's just a go-getter mm-hmm. in every possible way. And it's just interesting to see like all these like how how they interact and how how they're like, I, not, and at first it turns into this like, like a bit of a, like that that like oh he he kind of oh it's so cute he's got like a little crush on him and then you just see her slowly like tr- start to change but even that was not even so much it's just it was just like I really enjoyed that little slice of life aspect of it. I I and, I, and, and here's then, and here's the thing I I also enjoyed that I just. I enjoyed all of the things surrounding their relationship, but I just didn't enjoy their relationship. Okay. Uh, I loved the third act. The last fucking act of mm-hmm. this movie, which is when he, she, oh no, I'm sorry. This, uh, it's almost a second. Basically when you found out it wasn't about Barbara Streisand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when Bradley Cooper co- shows up and yeah. is playing John Peters, it was the fucking funniest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. It was so amazing to me. That that happened, and then when when they were running away and they yeah. ran out of gas, yeah. oh my god, oh my god! First off, I was having a panic attack because of the what the shit she did with that fucking truck. amazing, right? It was amazing, and I know you were having a fucking. I know you were just <laughs> probably you were probably having a heart attack because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Actually, you know, you know what I was thinking there? I was like, I, I was like, this is a great, this is like a really great like. See, women are actually very good drivers. Look at this bitch. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. The shit she did and the ability for her to be like, I have to hit this narrow little thing in mm-hmm. order to do all this stuff. And the fact that she did it, I was like, do you understand? I was having a fucking heart attack in the theater because I was like, this is how the movie's going to end. Is they going to... I would she's crash. Gonna hit yeah, it, yeah. She's going to crash and that's how that's how their their little adventure ends. Yeah. That's what it was in my head. And so I was having a fucking panic attack while all that was happening. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, I fucking love this movie. I, love, I, love, love I'm, this movie. I'm glad you loved it. I, I get I get why you like most of it. I just don't understand why anybody would like the, the love story in it. I, okay. I just really, really... It turned me off so much. I just really didn't like it. Okay. Um, and it, again, it's not even necessarily the age thing. It was just something about the two of them interacting that I didn't like. Um, 
I think it's like I've said before. Everyone's allowed their own opinions, mm-hmm. even yours, which are wrong. Even if they're super duper wrong. Anyway, <laughs> that's in um, that's uh, out in theaters only. I think right theaters. now. Theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the other thing, uh, one of the other things that I watched is Andrew and I watched the tragedy of Macbeth, the new telling of Macbeth. Um, that's on Apple TV Plus, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is the one okay, with. Uh, I, I know that you say these things, but yeah. I, Apple TV Plus, it's not real. Didn't you see this? No, I didn't see this. Oh, I'm you didn't adult. see this? Okay. What do you mean cartoons. you're an adult? It's not a cartoon. <laughs> it's a I don't know. I saw it was in black and white. Just assumed it was drawn. Wait, why, why are you? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. Why are you like this? Um, <laughs> I didn't see it because honestly, it's like, oh, they're going to be talking like Shakespearean. I was yeah, like, I'm out. It, it, Birdo. <laughs> it was. So it's also in theaters, but you can watch it on, on Apple TV Plus. I, uh, I realized watching this that I don't know the Macbeth story very well mm-hmm. which makes it much harder to parse the language Jesus yeah um uh, I, and I I didn't I thought it was really boring and I, I was like god yeah. I'm that person that like goes to see Shakespeare and goes oh they're talking funny I don't get it but I really no, that, did it that's how that's how everyone should think because they're talking fucking old English which is Almost incomprehensible to us. Yeah. And yet, like, there's a reason why we're given these books and then underneath it is like, this is the explanation of what they're talking about. Where it's like, why the fuck are you making me read the explanation when you, I could just read the, like, why are you making me read the actual text when I don't understand it? Just yeah. give me the explanation. Yeah. Which is honestly is like, it's probably the best, the best way to take Shakespeare's is when they take Shakespeare and then put it into, put it into an, like another story. Mm-hmm. But, like, to do a fucking straight read of, like, this is what was on the... Like, that's, leave that shit in the fucking theaters where people sit around and pretend like they're smarter than us. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I truly... I was like, man, you know, like, Denzel Washington is in it. Francis McDormand is in it. It's, like, good actors. And I just... I felt stupid. Like, I felt... No, I, like, no I was you like, shouldn't feel stupid. We st- and we started... Where I, went, I was like, it started, and I was like, oh, I'm having a hard time following this. Andrew, can you put on the subtitles? And he was like, yeah, I'll put on the subtitles. And then the subtitles were on, and I was like, that's not helping. <laughs> I still... The words together don't make sense. And then I started, like, like trying to Google things, and I was like, it's just too... And then missing stuff, and I was like, I can't. It's too much. And anyway, we finished it, and I'm sure it was very well acted. And I get, like, the overall gist of what was going on, I think. But, um... I yeah it, it it struck me that I uh I've seen Hamlet way more than I've seen Macbeth mm-hmm. and I've read Hamlet and also Hamlet I think has more like um it's like more more cultural adaptations yeah also um, I think Hamlet's better but and yeah. Hamlet is better I I would agree with you there uh isn't that from Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead is from Hamlet right I'm sorry Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead that's from Hamlet isn't it I it, don't it's know. like a spinoff I mean, play said, that's a comedy uh, based on, random, based on two mean, side characters, and I think look, it's Hamlet. You, you just said two random words, and then you said, you're asking me, like, like I'm supposed to be like, aha, uh-huh, yes, yes, I know exactly what you're <laughs> talking yeah, about. Yeah, I don't know why I thought you would know that. Anyway, um, the point is, uh, I didn't like it, and I don't, I, it was not worth it for me to watch it. Well, it's nominated not, for the Oscar. Not so. even, not even for me to be like pretend to be cultured because I like just straight didn't get it. Like, I, was, like just not. I just, I honestly, when I when I see shit like this, I'm like, this is for this is for people who for for people to watch and then pretend like they enjoyed it. Meanwhile, everyone is more mostly like you, which is like, I don't know, I don't know what's happening, and they only can't, they only know what's happening because they read the cliff notes like before going into the theater. Or like literally, it's me trying to cobble together from like context clues. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, so for stupid. people, like, I, if you come to me and you're like, yes, I really enjoy the fact that they're doing the old fucking talking. It's like, shut, get, I, get out of here. Get yeah. out. I don't want you to talk ever, ever again. And why do you even know? Like, I, I don't know. Anyway, the point is, I saw it, so you don't have to. Um, okay. Uh, I'll watch it next week. <laughs> you're, I can't wait for you to watch it next week. And be like, you fucking moron. It was so good. <laughs> it's, so, it's so good. It's so clear. I mean, everything was so well explained. I don't understand. Just listen to what they were saying. I I was doing the thing where I was like, okay, okay, me, you're going to fucking pay attention to what they're saying. You're going to read the words on the screen and you're going to get it. And I would look at it and read the words on the screen and be like, those word orders don't even make any sense. Like, I don't know what you're trying to say. You know what it's like? It would be like if, if I put on a, a, a movie in Spanish to you and then was like, you're not allowed to, to use the subtitles. And then, again, and then I get mad at you for not being cultured enough to understand all the words. Well, but you do do that. You're like, hey, you're a fucking idiot. You're supposed to speak this language. Yeah, we're supposed to watch Encanto without any subtitles, even though it's in English. Yeah, I was going to say, Encanto is completely in English. I assume that, Almost, it, I assume yeah. that it's, it's very good in Spanish as well. I, Bob, that's what I heard. I don't know. I've only yeah. seen it once. I, I got to watch it with my mom. Yeah. Just so she can be like, oh my God, I loved it. And I'll yeah. be like, yeah, mom, see that? I'm the good son. Sure. You get you just gonna compete with your brother. Um, okay, so the only other thing I'm gonna talk about is uh, remember last um, episode I talked to you about the um, a a, a a documentary that I thought you would like about a con man. Um, I'm gonna be honest, Dragon. I have so much CTE that I don't remember what happened yesterday. Okay, so la- I don't remember. I don't even know who you are. It's <laughs> fair. So okay, last week, no, go ahead. Yeah, last yeah, week you you talked about the um. The uh, the puppet master uh, hunting the ultimate con man. Yes. The British documentary you saw on Netflix. Yes. Um, and I brought up a uh, a similar thing. So uh, the thing I was talking about, I thought it was a standalone documentary. But are you done rubbing your beard against the mic? <laughs> What's the problem? Um, so anyway, so I, I I thought it was a standalone documentary. It is not. It is an episode of a show called Generation Hustle, which I highly recommend. The show is really good. Mm-hmm. And it's all about like kind of ways that like people like younger people have either conned people or like created some kind of side hustle that's kind of questionable, you know, right. um, it's it's really good. It's a, I think it's a really good look at like our uh, how our economy works and how like common work within it. And, and it, it's it's very good. But anyway, so the thing I was talking about is uh, season one, episode three. All right. There is a uh, there is an episode called The Many Lives of Jeremy Wilson. And that is the thing that I was referring to last time that I, I recommend that you watch. I think you would really like it. Okay. Um, and it's available on HBO, Generation Hustle. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I recommend. Recommend the whole, I recommend the whole um, series, but um, that episode particularly I thought was very good. Um, okay. And I think that's it, bro. I think that's all I'm talking about. I'm on season three of Hannibal. You don't want to talk about the, <laughs> like, who the hell Jeremy Wilson is? Uh, well, I mean, I kind of talked about it a little bit last week, but it, he's, a, he's a con man. Basically, he's like yeah, he's like, like an American he conman. He, he, you have to like, watch. What's that his shtick? What's his shtick? So he did a bunch of things. Like he ah, okay. he, he like um, he conned a bunch of women by like rom- being romantically involved with them in one way or another. He conned like credit card companies. He conned like um, he would con like a uh, uh, corporate cards. You know what I mean? Like corporate oh, credit okay. cards. Okay. By, like, pretending gotcha. he's in a, it's that kind of stuff. He he just like, overall is a con man. Okay, and I think the episode is later really good, so I, I recommend that. 
Um, and I, I think that's I think that's about it. And again, Hannibal, I'm on season three now. I'll finish it like this week <laughs> and talk about the series again next week Hilarious. for the millionth time on this podcast. And I think that's it for now. Okay. Yeah. All, All right. right. So I guess it's my turn to start talking. It is your turn, Berto. What did, what did you watch for a little segment? I had to call Berto on the bed. All right. So as you can see, I, as always, I have a lot of things to talk about mm-hmm. because I have no life and I, you know, what else am I going to do with my life? Yep. Fair. Um, first movie I'm going to talk about is a little movie. It's also nominated for the Oscar called Nightmare, uh, Nightmare Alley. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Dragon, have you heard of this movie? I have not. It, it came out uh, in December, so it's actually remarkable to me that it's already in fucking an HBO. But yeah, um, I, I, it's weird to me that I, I've never even heard of it, and it was nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, so this is directed by your boy, mm-hmm. your one of your favorite boys, Guillermo del Toro. <gasps> oh, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. I like yeah. Guillermo del Toro. But that I turned it on because I was like, oh, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie. It should be like some type, and it's like it has to do with like uh like a carnival. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, there's got to be some horror aspects to this. And especially his type of horror, which I really enjoy. Um, no, this is more of like just a straight thriller. Uh, if anything, it's like a, a noir film. Oh. Like it takes place in like the 40s. Interesting. And it was, from what I read, it was a remake of a f- movie from the 40s. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I don't think... He, I'm going to guess he didn't do much to change the story because... Um, <laughs> The beginning is really good. Yeah. I really like the beginning right up until the last, like, the last 30 minutes. So this is a two and a half hour movie. The first two hours I really liked. I love the characters. I love the acting. I love I fucking Guillermo del Toro, the way he can, like, just film things and yeah. it fucking comes out interesting, color schemes and all that fucking shit. Um, everything is super interesting. It's about a, it's about a guy who, like, um, basically joins up with a circus and like then uh, progresses a little bit. He works for the circus, progresses a little through the circus, and then eventually learns how to do cold reading. Mm-hmm. And then he he basically runs away with some chick, and they and basically he's now like doing cold readings in a jazz room and stuff like that. <laughs> okay, so it's like hey everyone check it out. I'm kind of I kind of went legit. I'm not doing it in a I'm not doing it in the circus. I'm doing it to like people to like you know people come to see me. I, I do two shows a night. Right. And then he kind of gets in too deep because he meets someone who introduces him into like the higher uh, edge of society. Mm-hmm. And these are people who are fucking rich. And they're like, I want you to tell me about my son. And it's like, so he's got to use all his fucking talent and all that stuff. And then uh, then that's when it turns weird. Is when it suddenly. This character who throughout the entire movie was very, like, very, like, um, smart with his actions uh-huh. suddenly just starts doing stupid things. Oh, weird. You Wait, you're not spoiling anything right now, are you? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, and then the last, like, 30 minutes, I was like, I really didn't like how it ended. Yeah. Like, the three, like, three different characters all did things where I was like, I don't know, that's not in their, that's not what they would have done. Like, I don't feel like, and especially one character, I'm like, that really doesn't make sense that this character did that. Hmm. Like, so. Shame. And then it just ends. And I'm like, I just, I just feel like, and it kind of like shows what happens to, to the main character afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, which is played by Bradley Cooper, your boy. Oh. But I'm like, yeah, I really don't, I, I really didn't like the ending. Okay. And I, honestly, I think my biggest problem with this was, um, no, like the woman, neither, there were there were a few women in the movie. None of them fuck a fish. 
<laughs> you know what? Hate it. I, there's one thing I've come to expect from Guillermo del Toro. It's fish fucking. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> How could he? Insane. How could I'm he do s- this stuff? I'm us? saying, just saying. <laughs> um, well, shame. That's it. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, no, fu- no fish fucking, so. You know, don't, don't go in expecting for a woman to fuck a fish. Basically. That's I, what I'm saying. I just listened to a podcast that was um, recapping Crimson. Uh, was it Crimson Peak? Yeah. Yes. And uh, I, I was like, man, I, re- I did really like that movie when I saw it in the theaters. But that's also another one that's like not it's not a horror movie, really. Uh, yeah, I, that's a movie that I like. I, I, I enjoyed it. I don't know if I it's like a six out of ten, maybe. I think that's where I'm fair. like, I saw it once and I was like, oh, that was good. Yeah. I, I, would I watch it again? Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. yeah. God, no. Whereas the fish fucking movie, I readily enjoyed. I thought it was very, very That's good. what I'm talking about, the fish fucking movie. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Crimson Peak. Oh, yeah, no. For Crimson Peak was much, it had more to it, where it's like, I don't think it was as good as the fish fucking movie, but it had more that I'm like, I would be willing to, to watch again. Oh, I would watch, I would watch um, fish fucking before I watched Crimson Peak again. We should, should we say what the actual name of that movie? Shape of Water. <laughs> I is that what it's called? I yeah. literally just call it the fish fucking movie. I know you do. I know you do. That's why I was like, we should probably say the real title of this movie. Um, anyway, uh, shame. Too bad. Yeah. I love Guillermo del Toro. That's a real shame. Yeah. I like, right. his, I like his ability to like world build. Yeah. He's really like, he just has an act for like, even with like bad stories and stuff yeah. like that. He just has a w- way of building a world and building characters where you really pay attention to them. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I really enjoy that the world that I'm in. And just like the, the, the only thing is just this one, the ending, I was just like, uh, kind of fell apart. But, yeah. you know, no, what are you going to do? It is what it is. They're not all going to be fish fucking Oscar winning <laughs> movies. That's true. <laughs> all right. Next. Yeah. So uh, uh, because I listened to another podcast, I watched a little movie, a movie I'd never even heard of, which is a 2001 film mm-hmm. called Hearts in Atlantis. Now, this movie came out September 28th, 2001. Mm. And I know what you're thinking. The world was just saying, oh, my God, I really want Anthony Hopkins (laughs) playing a kind of psychic and talking to a kid after what we've just experienced three weeks ago. (laughs) Yes, that is. I'm sure I'm positive that that is what the country needed at at that time. Um, This is a movie that I was like, I mean, it's it's fine. It's I'm not going to say it was a great movie. It's like a solid six or seven out of ten. Wait, tell me Where, what it was called again? Uh, Hearts of Hearts, Hearts in Atlantis. So Atlantis. what this is is it's a movie based on um, it's based on uh, what's it called a, a Stephen King novella. Oh, okay. And it, it just seems like it was an interesting idea, which is like, oh, okay, here's a kid, and he's kind of just living his life, wanting to get a fucking bike, but his mom is like divorced back in the '60s, back when like no one was really divorced. Mm. And, oh, she wasn't divorced. I'm sorry. She she was widowed. She was a widower. She was I'm a sorry, widow. She was widowed. Yeah. She was a widow. And um, basically, like, the, the person who moves in upstairs is this guy who's, like, an older guy played by Anthony Hopkins. And he's just a little off. <laughs> and But the reason why he's off is because he, he has a shining. Mm. So he can read people's minds. And, uh, yeah, it was just an interesting story because it, it, like, it's what, what, um, I think it's what Stephen King does best, which is he just tells a story and then just adds a tiny piece that makes it a little bit weird. And yeah. that's what makes it a little interesting. Yeah, I would agree with you there. Yeah. But it's, it was one of those that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I, I never would have seen this movie, but having watched it, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, it's fun. All right. And a little surprise a, for you. Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was an interesting surprise. Uh, also, this is starring, um... Your boy, Anton Yelp. 
uh, Yelchin, which is the guy who he, he think he was like twenty four years old and he fucking crashed in a car <gasps> accident. Oh, the guy from the green from Green Room. Yeah, Green Room. Room. He he got he got pinned in his own driveway by his car when the emergency brake failed and it rolled backwards into him. Yeah. Oh, fucking horrible, horrible. Yeah. And, and uh, he was really good as a as a child actor. Dude, he, he was a really he was a really he, good. He was actor right was until an, yeah. An excellent, right excellent actor. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sad that like, oh God, we would have had another like 20 years of him fucking being a great actor. At least. And he's just gone. And it's just, it's crazy too because like the the car that killed him apparently was like a known issue with those cars and it was just one of those things that like, I feel, I can't remember if it was recalled at that point or if it was like, it was recalled after that, but it was just such a stupid freak, like ridiculous thing to happen to somebody. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, you know, a movie I didn't think I would enjoy, but, you know, I wound up having to watch it, and I enjoyed it. Okay, cool. All right, Dragon. For that same podcast, uh, I'm, I watched uh, the next movie they're going to talk about, which is a little movie, Dragon, called Wild Things from okay. 1998. Now, this is a movie starring Matt Dillon, okay. Nev Campbell, and Denise Richards, and Kevin Bacon, Bill Murray, and, uh, you know, that's, that's a good what? amount of people. That's yeah. his this movie? Yes. The, Matt Dillon is the main character. Denise Richards and Nev Campbell play the two the two students who accuse him of like raping him. Oh, raping them. And then okay. yeah, Kevin Bacon is the one of the prosecutors, one of the uh, detectives who's in, in, investigating it. And Bill Murray plays the lawyer. Now, as I explain what? that to you, you pick you have a a picture in your head of what this movie is, right? Yeah. It is not that at all. <laughs> it is so bad. It was so bad. It was really bad. I and feel- just and it's one of those movies that's like halfway through the movie, there's a big twist, mm. and then you're just, I, you're supposed to be like, "Whoa, that's a big twist!" And then um, later on in the movie, there's another twist, and you're like, "Oh my god, that's another twist!" And then they just keeps having all these twists, <laughs> and then by the end, you're like, "Oh my goodness, oh these twists, my head is spinning!" And it just honestly, it just it just was stupid. It's just it's a, one of those '90s sexy yeah. movies. Yeah. Which my favorite thing is De- Denise Richards and Nev Campbell each play like they're they're supposed to be playing like high school kids, <laughs> and like Denise Richards is like 27, <laughs> and and looks like a 27 year old. Yeah. And right. Nev Campbell is like 24, <laughs> and looks like a 24 year old. And yes, Denise Richards does this like oh you know what I'm just gonna go topless in this movie. Well yeah. And they have a like a threesome scene. And then later on, have a lesbian scene. Does Nev Campbell go topless as well? No, she had it in her contract to not do mm. it. And the director would apparently apparently what I read was the director is very much like, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sneak this into you. Um, your your contract is gonna say specifically what we're going to do. Yeah. So apparently, one thing that I was reading was that Denise Richards' contract specifically they had like long arguments as to how much of her breasts were going to be shown <laughs> and like her 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 agent is like all right i'll give you guys one nipple for this much money and they're like well what if we offer this one all right we're going to do two nipples for that much money <laughs> we'll do multiple scenes one from afar one from close up like shit like that good for her get that money it, 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 honestly it, reading that was made me laugh because it's like the 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 level of like how much her her 
how much her management was just fighting to be like if we're gonna if she's gonna bear her ch- her bare breasts yeah we're gonna get extra money and if you're the the amount that she's willing to show is gonna dictate how much money we're gonna get get from this I, it's not a bad way to do it honestly if i were an actress i'd be like yeah especially if i were an actress that looked like denise richards are you kidding also here's <laughs> another fun fact she so she has she she has breast implants mm-hmm. um she right before this movie was being filmed she was like i need to get them like fixed because they're too big Mm-hmm. And they're like, it's, it has pro- problems. Yeah. The, the plastic surgeon read it and was like, oh, like apparently read it wrong or someone wrote it down wrong and then just gave her bigger implants. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> and she, when she like woke up, she was like, well, you know what? They look pretty good. So I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I would be so fucking pissed. <laughs> Anyway, this uh, this movie is terrible, but it's it's like a perfect example of like the '90s. Like, no. I don't know how to tell a story, so let's just do stupid shit. Yeah, let's make it real sexy. Yeah, we're gonna make a sexy movie for. But adults. also like weirdly '90s sexy, so it's like not like there's something wrong with it, but you can't quite put your yeah. finger on what. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And also, you get uh, Kevin Bacon Dick in this. <gasps> I love Kevin Bacon Dick. That's so yeah. fun. Which turned out to be an accident. But really? then it turned out Kevin Bacon was like one of the main producers. So Kevin Bacon even was like, well, if I was going to sue, I would have wound up just suing myself. So I just said, fuck it, left it yeah. in. It is what it is. Yeah. But you get Kevin Bacon dick. Well, so. that's fun. No Bill Murray dick, so sadly. Describe Kevin Bacon's dick to me in detail, please. I mean, you can just look it up online. It's yeah, cool. I will. I will. I'm, I go- I'm going to later. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm going to do it too. So it's going to be fun. <laughs> Uh, okay, what else? What else do you got? All right, uh, let's just get rid of. Let's get through some stuff that I I, I happen to watch. Um, for all those people who are like, "Oh, Berto just watched shitty movies all the time," it's like that's not true. I had just finished a documentary that came out on Netflix last year called "World War II in Color: Road to Victory." <laughs> nice. So if you're one of those people who you're like, "Hey, you know what? I really enjoy seeing a very graphic war footage, w- filled with horrific, horrific things." This is a good one because it's all in color mm-hmm. and they do not like hide the the ravage that is war, yeah. especially from the, you know, the Japanese were not, oh boy, they, they were they were not really nice in the World War II. Let's just say that. Yeah. And you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it. You know what? The, uh, the Nazis, they were yeah. pretty bad too. They were. And the Soviets apparently. Yeah. It turns you out know? a lot of people doing some pretty bad things during World War Two. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting, really interesting. But anyway, did you uh, watch? I, did you watch the Peter Jackson World War One documentary? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was so good. It was very good. Um, but yeah, this this is a good one. It, it kind of like instead of instead of telling you the whole story of like what World War Two, it kind of just picks uh, certain certain aspects and kind of mm-hmm. gives you like a one hour. It gives you like 40 minute stories or documentaries as to one aspect of it. So they're like, hey, you know, the, this is how France was liberated. This is how, um, this, is, this was the battle over this, this island in, in Japan. Mm-hmm. This is the battle of this. So rather than tell you the whole story, they just go into specific like battles or specific things. And then you kind of right. get this idea I, I think they're pretty much just like everyone knows how what happened in world war Two. yeah if you if, if you're watching this documentary you've seen a bunch of documentaries <laughs> like this already so i don't need to recap what how, what happened in world war Two. <laughs> i like you don't need it, to they're just like these fucking history nerds already know how world war Two started we don't gotta go into that we'll just give you like snippets 
Yeah, which honestly I really enjoy more because I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be like, and then D Day was this big thing, so we yeah, had yeah. to blah blah blah, and I'm like, dude, I know how this turned out. Just give me the story of, just give me specific stories in D Day. Well, and the the crazy thing about like stuff like like World War Two and the that Peter Jackson documentary, the World War One one, is like you, it, it, it because like the entire world basically went to war i mean obviously that's not exactly right but like so so many people went to war that any one story from the war is going to be insane yeah um if you're gonna if you if you want to really go that i think the best example of a world war ii documentary was uh um kevin burns did a documentary called the war Mm -hmm. it's about world war ii and what he basically did was told the story of world war ii it's it's americans involvement in world war ii Mm -hmm. but he he basically was like we're just going to focus on three cities Mm -hmm. this is what happened in the three cities during world war ii including the people from the cities Mm -hmm. so there was some people who like one piece some people from that city were in um they were in the philippines when when japan came in and basically took over the Philippines and mm-hmm. then you had the fucking, you know, the horrific shit they did there. Yeah. You had some people who like, they, and it's like specifically people telling their stories and like telling their stories as to this is what happened. We had to go through boot camp. Okay, we went to this and did that. And they yeah. told the story of World War II tell, by telling you individual stories of people from these specific towns. And it was very, very good because you got to see the big picture of World War II, but then you also got to see the small picture of like, this is how it affected a person. This is yeah. how it affected a family. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think those I think those better illustrate the, um, like the, how the, horrible the horror, war is. Yeah. The horror that is war. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's, it's very hard to just be like, yes, and then this battle happened and 10,000 people died and you're just like, whatever. Yeah. But if you get to know like a person, and see their their how they they went from one point to another to another and then again it's like you're hearing these stories from the people who who experienced it mm-hmm. and like the anger and the shit they say is like wow uh oh this also happened when i was 21 yeah when i was 21 years old my uh friend got shot and then begged was i i heard him begging for his mother to to come to him before he died yeah. and i'm just like oh yeah i'm sure that didn't affect him for the rest of his life <laughs> yeah <laughs> then you wonder why all of our well at this point a lot it was a lot of people's great grandfathers were like <laughs> one guy was basically the way that like they were. <laughs> yeah one guy was basically like yeah i flew 27 combat missions in world war ii and uh then i was walking down the street and i met someone whose brother i flew with and he's like, this guy broke down in tears because he couldn't understand why I was alive and his brother was dead. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. Again, that I'm sure that didn't affect you for the rest of your life. You're <laughs> well, basically the- you came home and you're like, yeah, have, get married, have <laughs> kids, get by a house. And everybody's like, everyone's like also there was no rhyme or reason for you to come home when the person next to you (laughs) literally the person next to you didn't like the person who was standing directly to your left got shot in the head the person standing directly to your right got shot in the worst the torso and died a horrible death yes and you somehow came out with just a shoulder wound yeah and because you got a shoulder wound you were taken off the front line and then the, the people who replaced you the 12 people who replaced you all died but you were sitting in the fucking hospital, unable to sh- unable to continue because you were shot in the shoulder, yeah. and because of that, you lived. But all yeah. these people died. Just fucking insane. It's it's I, again and again. These are 
These are people telling the stories of what happened to them when they were 20 years old. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people forget that, like, how, how incredibly young the people who died during those wars yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. And then, the, again, the stories of what, like, what, had, what the civilians... Dragon, there is a story that the, 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 the Americans went into, uh, a, into an island in Japan, like mm -hmm. in the Japanese region. As they were getting closer to Japan, they were getting mm -hmm. more and more, like, Japanese citizens living in these islands. And, like, the Japanese had been telling their citizens, oh, the Americans are going to rape you, rape your children, and then eat you. Mm -hmm. So, like, what happened was they were getting to these islands closer and closer to Japan. And then what they realized were the civilians were, as the Americans were approaching, the civilians would run away and then run to the fucking cliffs, yeah. to the end of the island, and then toss their children, toss their babies off the cliff and then jump themselves. Ugh. Because they were so brainwashed to thinking that the Americans were going to kill them. Yeah. And, like, not just kill them. Kill them in the most horrific way possible. And there's videos of this happening. Ooh, can you imagine, so can you just, imagine being an American and being on a boat and, like, just, like, literally people, people tossing to, babies off of it? You, like, you literally... Stop. Your job is literally to run over and grab a mother before she tosses the baby, her baby, off the cliff. Oh. Like, that is your job. And, again... Again, you are then you then have to go home, and then it's like, so what happened in uh, what happened? So how, how did how did the, how was the war? I, yeah. You know, I, I saw the news reports. It seemed like you had a great time. It's like uh, <laughs> I, I do. You know, I, mean, I saw I, some pretty like oh God, Grandpa. I, can you well, not make us? Can you not bum us out with these stories, well, please? You know what? You know what the crazy? You know what the craziest thing about the Peter Jackson documentary was? It's how much the. Um, uh, I mean, it was British. It was, you know, focused on, on Britain. How much, like, the British public di absolutely did not give two fucks about any of the vets that came home from World oh, War One and, like, actively shit on them. <laughs> it was just like, what? And immediately afterwards, the horrors they went through. And not just that, like, remember that the, the British did that, that, that uh, feather, that yeah. white feather thing? Yeah. With they encouraged women to run around, groups of women to run around, and if you were... Um, of the age that you should be fighting in the war, mm -hmm. they would give you a white feather, and the white feather was supposed to symbolize uh, cowardice yeah. because you had you're not in the war effort. <laughs> so it was like they fucking just were just they were shaming people for not going to die. Yeah, it was just uh, fucking insane. Again, insane, insane. Anyway, I still, I still kind of can't believe that that's a thing that humans do. And then, <laughs> what an insane the thing. thing to do. These people experience these things. And then at 20 years old, I was sitting on my couch complaining, you know what, this fucking internet's not working. God damn it, on my shorts. And then and then I won and then we wonder why the old the older generation is like these fucking these they, like we're just we just are not the same people we used to be. <laughs> They're not wrong. I mean, and, and like in good ways and bad, right? Like it's not. It's like I, we didn't have to do that, basically. Yeah. But, well, it's basically being like, well, I got traumatized, so you should be traumatized too. Like, that's <laughs> it's just, oh my God. Not it's like helpful. when I, it's, it's, it's like what my mom, my mom was like talking to me about how like, how like, oh God, these fucking, like my mom basically was saying something about how like when she came over as like an immigrant 
and without papers and this that she mm-hmm. had to go through all this and then these people just want this shit without that struggle and it's yeah. like fuck them and i'm like man that that is that is the anger of like i had to go through shit and yeah. you're asking to not go through it yeah basically <laughs> i had to do it the hard way and it's not fair that you have you get to do it the easy way yeah and i'm like yeah but you know it would be good to give children money to <laughs> give people parents money so that well, they could help raise their kids and my mom's like nah fuck it no one helped me <laughs> it's like all right mom yeah well, I, mean, I, my, my parents, I understand what you're saying yeah my, my parents are the same way you know like it just i think that when you when you struggle really hard your whole life and you and other people don't have to do that it's hard to deal with it's it's just hard to look at people and just be like i it, it's hard to not look at people and be like i'm better than you because i went through shit to get yeah. to this yeah we're in the same place we ended up in the same place but i'm better than you because of what i had to do to get here whereas you coasted your yeah. fucking life yeah Anyway, let's let's move on before I fucking. This I was literally just gonna talk about that for like two seconds, and somehow <laughs> somehow we turned it into like an hour. It's because we. It's because we, you and I uh, have a have a thing for <laughs> World War One and Two documentaries. Yeah, for real. Anyway, well, I usually do podcasts, but that's fine. Yeah. All right. Let Let me get through uh, a couple real quick. Now, okay. um, I watched Mission Impossible Three. That was on Amazon Prime. It's Probably the best of the Mission Impossibles. Phil F. Seymour Hoffman is fucking amazing in that. I liked it. Uh, you know, it's just an action movie. You know. Yeah. If you want to watch an action movie, I would suggest that one. It's good. Okay. Um, I also watched Hellraiser Bloodlines, which I'm like, wow, this is the point when they started running out of money. <laughs> Where because I, I was like, Pinhead, Pinhead's costume looks great, but you know, everything else, I was like, where's all the blood? Where's all the like? Where's the where's the, the the fun of Pinhead just torturing people? It yeah. just it wasn't there. Which which um, yeah. number is that? Oh. Do you know? Uh, that was uh, Hellraiser four. Oh okay. That was it's on uh it, it was on Amazon Prime. Not I'm sorry Paramount Paramount Plus. I don't know if it's still on Paramount Plus though. Okay, fair. Um, okay, next I'm gonna go to my favorite one, which is Tubi. Okay. <laughs> yes. Dragon. I watched the little movie. Now y- you know. No, I'm talking about this next week because I really want to get into the first movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, I watched the little movie thanks to another podcast that I listened to called, uh, is a movie called Voyage of the Rock Aliens. Okay. This is on Tubi. This was a musical. Dragon, I really think you should watch this musical. I was not expecting you to say this was a musical. I, here's the thing, Dragon. I watched this to be like, oh, God, I fucking hate musicals. I'm only watching this because I, I like the podcast. The podcast is, it's a... Uh, how did this get made? And I like to wa- I like to listen to it when uh, when it's a movie I'm familiar with. Okay, it makes it so much better. Yeah, so same. I was like, fuck I it up. I agree with that. I, I was like, fuck it. I'll just watch this fucking episode. <laughs> I'll just watch this movie. It's only like ninety minutes. It's not a big deal. It's a musical. I can just fast forward. Dragon. This is probably one of my favorite musicals I've ever seen. <laughs> it was crazy and insane in a way that I cannot explain, and yet I was like, nothing makes sense. All of this is super cheap. It's terrible in every single way. But when you put it all together, I was like, this is like magic. <laughs> it's fucking, ma- it was like, I, I really was like, oh, man, I'm, I, there was a point where I was sitting there like, I'm really enjoying this fucking movie. And I felt bad for myself. <laughs> like, is, what is wrong with you? It only mildly annoys me that like, this is the kind of shit that you're like, okay, this is a musical I like. When I'm like, I, you literally watch Phantom of the Paradise, which is so fucking good. And you were like, eh. I didn't really like the singing part. Yeah. But this this B-level movie that no one should ever watch 
That one did it for me. God, I don't you're know annoying. what to tell you. You're Dragon. so annoying. You just you, I, you are who you are. So yeah, I, I I wish I wish I'd explain to you why I'm like this, but I, I can't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It just it is what it is. All right, Dragon. Uh, I'll talk about the rest next week. Okay. All right, let's get into the final segment, Dragon. Okay. <laughs> All right, Dragon. Dragon at the movies. Dragon? Yes. You chose this week. So I did. So why don't you go ahead and introduce the movie? Okay. So I chose the movie 300. Uh, so this came out in 2006. It's an hour and 57 minutes. It's on Netflix and also HBO, which I think is interesting. Um, it's directed by Zack Snyder, and it is starring Gerard Butler and a few other people, but mostly Gerard Butler's abs. Um, <laughs> uh, let me just say something. So the reason why it's on Netflix and HBO is yeah. because uh, Netflix has the rights but also HBO got has like all the rights for DC comics, and apparently this was a DC comic. Oh, that makes sense. Now, makes I sense. might be wrong on that, and I'm actually Googling it, because I'm like, wait, I thought that was true, but now that I think about it, I'm like, is that true? Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, so anyway, it, yeah, so it's starring Gerard Butler, Lena Headley, um, Rodrigo Santoro, uh, Michael Fassbender's in it, so that's fun, um, and his abs are there. Um, <laughs> basically... It stars a lot of abs, <laughs> and then there are also heads attached to them. I guess so and, a and lot of a lot of shirtless men. Yeah, so it's based on a Frank Miller um, graphic novel called Three Hundred that came yes. out in the late nineties, I believe. Um, uh, it, yeah, late nineties. And I feel like Three Hundred. So I feel like Three Hundred came out at the same time that um, what was uh, that other? Sorry, comic? let me let me just say it came out as a Dark Horse comic. It was a Dark Horse comic, which later got, um, I believe it was bought up by DC, which okay. would explain all this. Yeah, Go. that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense then. Because it it's just it's always very weird if something's on more than one streaming service like that, especially like mm-hmm. Netflix and HBO, which compete. Um, but that does make a lot of sense. So this, okay, so in, in the early 2000s, right? The so, early odds. <laughs> the early odds. We, we got uh, Sin City, I believe, right? That was yes. the early 2000s. Um, Correct. And I feel like this was like, yeah, that was 2005. And I feel like this, so... Sin City came out first. I really liked Sin City when it came out. It was one of those things that I was like, man, I really like the look of this. It like didn't look like movies I had seen before. It had this like kind of uh, comic book kind of feel to it, which makes I sense. I fully agree with you. Go ahead. Yeah. And, and 300, I felt similarly. It was like, this was like the second movie I saw that had that kind of like comic book feel to it. That was like pages of a comic book come to life. And I really enjoyed it, even though I'm not, I've never been, I was not at that time a comic book person. And I'm still not really, like I love a good graphic novel, but I'm not like a serial comic book reader. Uh, uh, fully agree with you. Go ahead. Um, and I, 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 I remember watching this and just loving the way it looked so much and going back and rewatching it. I'm like, you know what? I still kind of agree with myself. Granted, now it looks like it was just filmed through like a sepia filter, like on Instagram, right? Yeah. uh, But yeah, I agree. But I I think, but this was brand new back then. So we, uh. Like, we just didn't know the difference. Okay. We, we didn't. It was highly stylized, and, like, I, I liked it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I also, I don't right. I don't think we need to get into the movie, like, too, too much in terms of, like, plot points and you don't, shit. You don't want doesn't... But I still want to drag in at the movies and all Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. You want to drag in at the movies first, 300? I would love one. Okay. So, 300 is um, about the, uh, a, a band of Spartans who um, decide to go to war unofficially with um, the Persians, who outnumber them, like, I don't know, 500 to 1, 1,000 to 1, seemingly. Like, outnumber them by so many that it's, like, impossible to tell who, how many. Um, and they do it with their cunning and their and their wits. Um, and 
it's uh, you get to see a lot of abs, basically. So it's a it's a good, very, very good excuse to see a lot of oily men with great abs who did a lot of steroids and look fantastic. Okay. Um, that's Sounds it, great. basically. Berto, I mean, more or less. Yes. More or less. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like, you like you, you completely failed on that one. But then you just said, like, it's a lot of, it's a lot of abs, and I was like, you know what? You won it back. <laughs> I don't think I failed on it. Like, it, mm. what? Okay, you. What? What? What do you take away from it? Like, what is your main takeaway from the story? Oh, let me. Let me. First, we have to start with the Great Persian, the Greek Persian War <laughs> yeah. of the four, of the 1480 BC. Okay, no, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I would not be surprised if you were like well actually <laughs> uh, i did make some notes as to like what what actually like a little like a, a little fun facts from yeah. what actually occurred but go ahead okay so here here's the thing about it i was when i was watching it i was like is this actually based on a true story or is this just a um uh frank miller made up like a thing about spartans or is like uh, their historical uh th- the 300 is like a historical thing Yes, the three hundred is a historical thing. Uh, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember, and I. It, I was like, honestly, it could really go either way <laughs> with this. Um, but that's. I'll not go really, into it later. But yeah, yeah, um, that's that's not really the important part. No. The the important part is uh, you get to see all the guys in their apps. <laughs> I I will say this is not. It's not historically accurate. No, no, no. Because uh, you know they didn't have all these monsters in the Persian army. Didn't have all these monsters. They didn't but, have. They didn't um, have elephants. And actually, no. Yeah, I mean these these are giant elephants, but I don't know actually. I, although I don't think they would have brought them because then you'd have to bring them on ships. Yeah. And you know, you you know, the elephant's not really a domesticatable animal, so. I mean, kinda like you can uh, you can force a lot maybe, of animals into slavery. <laughs> maybe, but I'm gonna doubt it. But people, you know, people I, ride I might elephants. be wrong. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I assume that wasn't. I also assumed that like. The big fat guy with swords for arms, like, was not historically accurate. <laughs> no, you wouldn't say. Um, but you know what? Also, you have to remember that this isn't the the movie is not a telling. It's it's not it's not this is what happened. It's literally someone repeating what the story. He's repeating the story to a group of people. Yeah. And I and I always took that as like, well, of course he's going to exaggerate. It's, yeah, you got to you know, embellish that's part a of storytelling. Bit. Well, it's also when you're when you're going to war, you kind of like. You gotta tell some like tall tales to get the people ready to die. <laughs> for, oh yeah, for what they're doing. So it makes it because that's a that's the um, premise, right? It's like this: the story of the three hundred is being told to a group of soldiers who are about to go fight the Persians. Correct. Yeah. So it 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 just makes sense. Like, look how good these three hundred soldiers did against these like waves and waves of thousands of thousands of Persians. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, I, I I took very few notes honestly because like. A lot of my notes were abs exclamation <laughs> point. Um, so stylized, love it. Like it's All like right, that kind of well, stuff. What is it that you would like to talk about in this movie? If we're not going to talk about the movie, um, I no, it's not that I don't want to talk about the movie. Um, okay. I just like I just feel like there's not as much there's not as much to this as there should be because like the like I I would say a solid fifty percent of this movie is action, like straight up slow mo action. Yeah, and really good action too. Really good. Honestly, again, I I don't think it's a great movie, but I really enjoyed watching it. Um, I liked it a lot. So I saw this in theaters when it came out. I liked it a lot more this time. Really? Than, than you when did, I saw it in theaters. Than when you saw it in theaters? Yeah, I actually didn't like it that much when I saw it in theaters. Mm. I was like, but that, I think it was also the right time for me to be like, 
I'm I'm better than watching these stupid movies, <laughs> right? right? I'm onto real movies, not this stupid action shit. So you're a snob. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was basically you with Macbeth. Or <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, Macbeth, right? Is that what you just saw? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did, but I, but I was stupid and didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, that was me. It was instead of me being admitting to being stupid, and not like not oh, not appreciating something for what it is. I'm like, well, you know what? This isn't as great. This isn't one of the greatest movies of all time. So I'm stupid. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised. I'm I'm actually surprised that w- when you saw it when you were younger, it did not like just look really cool to you. I, I just yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I just I really you were had in a that phase. thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just had that phase where I was like I'm I'm better. I'm better than everyone and I can show that by the the art that I choose is good. Yeah. And, and instead I, of just I, instead <laughs> of just meeting at at where it is and just being like this is a good action movie. Yeah. I, I, I didn't allow myself to enjoy it. Right. Whereas and, I, uh, when this came out, was an 18-year-old girl that likes guys. So I was yeah, like... Yeah, and you're like, ooh. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, what's what you... My brother wanted to watch it. I was like, yeah, we can watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what do you... like? Wh- what, did, what did you like about it this time? Because I, I really... I, just, I, thought, I thought the action was really, really good. I thought, I thought the action was good. And like I said, it's like, what, what am I watching this movie for? Yeah. Like, I'm watching this movie to ha- just have fun. Yeah. Like, I'm not watching this movie because it's going to fucking win Oscars. Although, I think, and I, I, I was actually thinking about this when I was watching it, and that is that this movie, I think, would have just come, come and gone and, like, not would have really been a big movie at mm-hmm. all if not for Gerard Butler. He is, you give that man a script and he is like, I'm going to act my ass off for it. I don't you, give a fuck. You, you really have said this about Gerard Butler multiple times. And I, 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 appreciate, just a man. I appreciate the amount that you like him. He is just the type of man who will just like, give me the script. What is, I'm supposed to kick the guy and then yell out, this is Sparta? That doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> and like the, the reg, a regular actor would be like, yeah, that's a really cheesy line. I don't, yeah. I don't like that. But then Gerard Butler was like, give me the fucking script. I'll do it. Let me show you how a fucking real man, how a fucking Spartan <laughs> does this. And he he just has this level of intensity in his face. He does, yeah. Where he can say really bad, cheesy lines, and you're like, I'm with you. Yeah. Like, when he's yelling out, like, no retreat, no surrender, and, like, you know, tonight we dine in hell. <laughs> like, what I'm I? like, God, yes, yes. Like he's the type of guy who 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 you would you who you would want on the front lines because he's the guy who's gonna be like let's all go and get him and we'd all be like yes let's fucking do it yeah even though you're all definitely gonna die doing it yeah <laughs> but like the fucking the suicide charge he's like let's let's do it guys and then we all just fucking go out and do it well like the there's a famous like during World War One and we all love World War One right Dragon mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yep yep World War One there was a fucking uh, apparently there was a uh, an American guy who like showed up to the Western Front not understanding like this is we are uh, the, the we don't go on suicide charges anymore that's just stupid <laughs> and then the Americans just showed up and were like nah we're gonna do this <laughs> and basically the guys with sh- they showed up with shotguns. And we're just like, come on, what do you want to live forever? And then just fucking started. Uh, apparently, the Germans were like, hey, you got to stop because using shotguns is a fucking war crime. Is it? That, yeah, that's what they were complaining. They were complaining about fucking using shotguns, that the Americans were using shotguns. Okay, okay I guess. It was, I yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the weirdness of it. It's like you're using chemical war- warfare to try to kill each other, but you're complaining that the Americans showed up with shotguns. I mean, how could they though? 
Um, but no, right. you're right. He is he is uh, very good at that. He he is the guy that like. Okay, so I kept thinking about Spartan races <laughs> when we were doing this because I was like, which came first, the Spartan the, race where they went right woo or this one? Go. Uh, it was the movie. It was the movie, yeah. The movie specifically. The movie came first. Or, or maybe the guy was coming up with the idea of having these obstacle races, but he yeah. didn't call them a Spartan race. Yeah. So I, I think what it was was he would call them like endurance races, and he used to do it as like a three-day challenge, and like only the best of like the fucking crazy athletes would do it. Yeah. And then he was like, I think I can market this to like weekend people. Yeah. So then they would setting up like 5Ks, which were like nothing. Honestly, like if you did the... I did actually the first one that was in New York. Mm-hmm uh that the, the smaller series um and it was it's like literally nothing like you yeah. would you would laugh at it dragon you would <laughs> laugh at it okay the years and, we've done it it's been like mildly annoying but not not that bad yeah but that's the thing like you want something that's hard enough for you to be like yes we did it but not so hard that not everyone can do it right you don't want to be right? so hard that like a normie can't come in and be like yeah you like struggle because you want someone to have that that like feeling of accomplishment Right. So you want them to struggle just enough where they're like, I don't think I can do it. And then they pass through it and they're like, I guess I can do it. Right. And that's, that's really good. What they're, that's what they really excel at is that they're really hard. They're hard enough so that it's like difficult to do, but you can't do it. But like not, yeah. not so difficult that no one could do. But the first one, it was like a fucking, it was, it was a joke compared to <laughs> what they have now. Right. Um, and there they actually like quoted things from this movie. <laughs> and I think to this day they still quote this movie when they are doing this stuff. Well, you're so like they do. They definitely do because at the beginning they give you the little speech. Yeah, that th- that speech. That's the speech from. They give a speech from this movie. Yeah, yeah, and then they have you go. They yeah, do the uh, like a woof, like the the yeah the haru, thing. Yeah, haru yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. But um, by the way, the I just remember at the same time, like Tough Mudder had another the Tough Mudder, which was a competing company who did the same thing. Mm-hmm. They had a guy who would go out there and just tell like talk and tell stories. Yeah. And I was like, this is the exact guy who would get me killed in a fucking war because <laughs> when that guy would finish his his speech, I was like, let's fucking do this, yes! <laughs> like I was hyped, hyped. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that that's pretty much what what uh. Yeah, the, so the movie came first, and then this, like, came right afterwards. In yeah. fact, the first Spartan races, they used to have guys dressed up like Spartans, which just means, like, they're fucking uh, the- wearing a cape and just yeah. showing off abs. <laughs> yep, yep. And they would hit you with those American Gladiator, uh, like, like batons <laughs> as you're running to the finish line. Like, that was actually the last thing. You would jump over a f- the fire, yep. and then as you're crossing the finish line, these guys are standing there fucking trying to hit you with their, like, um, with nerf their little things. American Gladiator nerf things. That was so much fun. But I get it, that fact that you have to hire three actors, three in-shaped actors to fucking do that all day. Yeah, it's too so, much. Yeah, but anyway. So, oh, yeah, we, we should, we're going to do it again this year. I'm so excited, by the way. You know, are we going to do it again this year, though? Yes. I always feel like I'm going to get a sunburn. Well, it's just fucking, you know, wear rash guard or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's what I normally do. Because remember the first year we did it, I got so badly burned. It was yeah. like, The whole summer I was burnt. It was terrible. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway. All right. So it's enough, enough about our fun racing times that we're going to have. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but yeah, the, the movie came first and, then, and like it was right afterwards. So like probably the following year, that's yeah. when the races came out. But um, yeah, so basically, uh, like I said, Gerard Butler just needs the type of guy who's like, will just give what whatever it is you give him, he is all in. 
Isn't this? Like, like, I feel like this is our third movie that we've watched that that stars Gerard Butler. I mean, I'm pretty probably. sure. <laughs> probably, but I know uh, this is not your favorite Gerard Butler is movie. It is actually no. uh, the Ugly Truth. No, it is. It's most certainly not the Ugly Truth. The Ugly Truth is your favorite movie of all time, Dragon. Just admit it. Um, I will not. I will never. It was. It was truly bad. Okay, that's gone. Uh, I like. I liked. I did like. So we were when I was watching it. I was like, one. I really like the voiceover. Uh, it's Fermier. Uh, who is it? It's. I mean, that's his. That's he's from the Lord of the Rings. So. Oh, is that why he's I an actor? It? He he he's an actor. He played uh well he played Delio. So I forget his name. David something. Mm. Oh, David uh, Winham. He actually is. I, I, he's probably most famous from this movie, but I know him as Faramir from the Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay. He's probably more famous for Lord of the Rings. Um, no, because hey, maybe you know what I don't know. I, don't I think know. everybody. I think someone. if you were in Lord of the Rings, you were more famous for Lord of the Rings. Than you know what? I'm else. looking. I'm looking at his IMDb page. The first thing he's listed in is 300, and then Lord of the Rings. So that's wild. I mean, he's more prominent. He's literally talking in every single scene. That is true, or almost every scene. There are a few that without him. But I, I thought the voiceover was like, I was like, man, it really is just a comic book. With like those are the words on the page and these are the pictures. Like it, yeah. I, I really liked it. I thought I thought it was a great way to tell the story. I yeah, really, really I, enjoyed it. I really liked how how he he sprinkles in the details, even yeah. though you're seeing what's happening and you know what's happening. I like the fact that he's sprinkling those details in, that make it sound more poetic. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you know, this is like Macbeth. <laughs> is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Macbeth, for all I know, they could have just been like, oh, guess what? We're going to stop doing Macbeth and just start doing Hamlet. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have known. <laughs> so stupid. Um, uh, yeah. So anyway, that was that was one of the things that I like really enjoyed about it. I really enjoyed that. I, I you got you got to see some boobies. So that was mm-hmm. fun. Um, you get to see a lot of disfigured people, so that was a little weird. Uh, you, you get, you get the, like, Persian, um, what is it called? Uh, kind of Dionysian, like, uh, orgy type thing. <laughs> that was Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you also got to get a great ash, ass shot of Gerard Butler just staring at the moon. You sure did. You sure and did. And that was great. And then after that, he, him and his wife. Number one, let me just say this. Mm-hmm. These fucking broads just get everyone in trouble, don't they? Right? What are you talking about? Because Gerard Butler was like, "Well, I shouldn't, you know, do this because, you know, the fucking the very it's a very sacred it's a very sacred time we're gonna have yeah. for our you know in our religion." And then she's just like, "Well," and then basically, Nina, uh, Lena Headley, mm-hmm. otherwise known as uh, the chick who banged her brother in in, in Tits and Dragons, <laughs> was like. I'm sorry. I thought I'm only gonna let you crush this puss if you act like a real man. <laughs> and he's like, "Yes, ma'am." And then he fucking crushes that puss. He sure does. There was a there was some uh, uh, toxic masculinity in 300. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> would you? Is it's literally about a guy. It's just like you have to do what's best for. Well, I mean, it's like no retreat, no surrender, right? Yeah, yeah. That, I, I would think that would way, that, that might be the toxic part, part. I mean, that's that's not the smart way. But, you know, you know it's fine. It's fine. Okay, it's fine. don't come we in get, here with your stuff. historical facts. I will come in later and fill you in with some fun historical facts. I would love, to, to, hear, be fun. I would love to hear fun historical facts, honestly. They're, I'm going to try to keep them to be fun, okay? Okay. All right? But number one, the, the, the what's it called? 
the chicks at the time, the chick that we, you know, the, 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 what do you call her? The soothsayer, the, the one yeah. who's like predicting the, the future witch or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. She's, she, number one is like, oh, you're not allowed to like go and have war. And then his wife is like, what kind of a man are you? <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Yep. Disgusting. And then, you know, so those are the two competing women in this movie, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Although I did write in my notes that, uh, uh, basically, Gerard Butler's wife is 100% my chick. Yeah, 100%. Where it's like, who, who actually runs Sparta? <laughs> <laughs> I think we both know. Who, who actually is in charge of Chopping Chops? Oh, Who's my boss? For sure. For sure. Like, yeah, you run it. You run it. But if, like, any of us needed anything, <laughs> we'd be like, hey, Caroline. <laughs> hey, Caroline, can you, uh, can, you, can you make sure Berto does this? And she's like, he didn't do that asshole dumbass come here stupid (laughs) get smacked (laughs) (laughs) um and then as he's leaving she's like you know oh you know make sure you come back uh with your shield or on it that's right we talked when i okay so when i was a by the um, way that's a real thing that yeah uh, why they tell their soldiers because the the that, that shield is so fucking heavy that they if they ran away from battle they would drop the shield to run yeah so they're basically like saying like, oh, you, you came back without your shield? That means you ran away. Yeah. Um, I remember learning about that when I was in middle school. We did a whole Greek um, like thing in middle school. And we mm. learned about like the Athenians and the Spartans and the whatever the other ones are called. And um, Corinth- <laughs> Corinthians or something like that. I forget. No, not Corinthians. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> that's, something from the, that's something from the Bible. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, point being, you know, we all got Greek names and like learned about the culture and blah, blah, blah. And I remember, like, when we talked about Sparta, it was like, okay, who here had an illness when they were a baby? You would have been killed in Sparta, like that kind of thing. Yeah. And then we, I remember specifically we talked about that you come back uh, with your shielder on it as a, mm-hmm. like, cowardice is not... Um, it's not acceptable. And not acceptable. Uh, you're basically you. shamed and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Dragon? Yes. Did you enjoy what I think was my favorite line? Which is when uh, George Butler. So George Butler asks his fucking captain to be like, "Find me uh, 300, 300 men who all have children. Men to, to carry on their three hundred men to yep. all have children to carry out their names. Yep. And he finds them those three hundred men, and he's like, "These are all fine soldiers." And then he looks over, and he's like, "That's one of your sons." <laughs> In which case, he gives one of the best lines I think I've <laughs> ever heard. He's too young to have felt a woman's warmth. <laughs> and I was like, I think I should use that. Forever. <laughs> I thought I thought you were gonna say it was the part that part where the guy basically is like, yeah, I have others to replace him. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's literally that line is amazing. He's too young to have felt a woman's warmth. Dragon. I, I'm gonna say that for the rest of my life. I like the sick burn that uh, Gerard Butler gives to the Athenians when they come to help him, and uh, he's the guy's like, you only brought 300 people. What the fuck? And Gerard Butler is like, is like uh, asking each each person on the Athenian side, like, what do you do? Yeah. And then, uh, essentially what you learn is, like, the Athenians brought, like, you know, potters and, like, farmers and shit. And the Spartans all brought soldiers. And Mm -hmm. uh, Gerard Butler just goes, well, it looks like I brought more soldiers than you did. (laughs) Yeah. Sick burn, bro. Sick burn. And then they all high five. Yeah, then they all high five. That was the the best part, the high fives. (laughs) Honestly, this movie should have just had them all high fiving, if we're going to be honest, right? It's so true. I like the I like the little part where he uh, 
told one of them, like, we may as well have marched our women up here to fight based on how you guys are doing. Oh, that was hilarious. <laughs> oh, is it? It's like, oh, we've been sharing our culture all morning with you guys. <laughs> Gerard Butler, I'm telling you, Gerard Butler talking in this movie is amazing. There's a scene where he's just eating an apple and they're killing everyone. And he's like, yeah, I'll go, I'll go, I'll go meet the, the king. And he's like, I mean, let's, we should talk it out i mean we're not savages and i'm like that is a weird joke to just throw it that is literally the only joke in the movie it is weird and it, it is... just throws it in in that and it's like again gerard butler can deliver it with so much like zest and like spiel that you're just like ha 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 i love it yeah that joke got me i was like this is good i like it i like the imagery i like everything about it yeah, it's good i'm telling you gerard butler if without gerard butler this movie would be shit yeah i i when i was watching it i i, I saw fastbender and i was like who is that? I know who that is. Who is that? And then I like looked it up and I was like, what is Michael Fassbender doing in this movie? And in such a, like a weirdly it small was, role. <laughs> it was actually one of his first, uh, mm. one of his first roles. That makes sense. So, and yeah, he, oh, Jesus, he, he was like, oh my God. It was like, oh, he was so excited. And then they, were, they basically were like, you have to work out like a madman for fucking four months and barely eat. And he was like, I hate my life. <laughs> Fair enough. I would also hate my life. Like that. It, it, yeah. it, I know I know that you don't look like that without so much hard work that it's a ba- basically impossible to keep that up. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I appreciate exactly. that. They, I appreciate that they did it. Yeah. Also, here's another thing. Like they, they, they come by, they rebuild that. They make a, a wall of dead people. Like after the first battle. So good. They make a wall of dead beetle people, and then when the uh, the the Eternals come by, mm-hmm. they push it over and only kick, kill one person. I'm like, that seemed like a lot of waste of energy. I agree. I was like, they can't even have that much food with them. There's no way they do because they were just like seemingly marched up here expecting to die. So they were just like, whatever, we don't need to eat or drink anything. I don't know where Gerard Butler got that apple, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> And like, so, and what's, what's, so here's the thing. Like, I think the first day of the battle is the best day. Yeah. Because you see like, oh man, these fucking, like you really see that. After that, I'm like, ah, the action scenes are not as exciting. The first day. They're fine. Day when, They're fine. When, they, when they make the phalanx and like the two armies meet, which is, that's actually how like, that's actually how these old battles used to be, which is like yeah. two, you have two lines of people with shields and then they basically would clanking to each other as they're like trying to poke each other with spears <laughs> and then every now and then like someone would just like break through and like chomp up and then they would come back and um, honestly most of the time what you're trying to do in those old the old timey battles is you're trying to make the other side break and run yeah. and that's when you kill the most amount of people yeah. is when they retreat but um yeah like like that i thought that was great when they just had that wall and then like would open it up and then kill a bunch of people and then back to the wall yeah. and then open it up and like that that was such a fucking great exciting scene like so much great stuff in there and then the next day they were like oh then they brought horses and i'm like ah, eh it's not, yeah. not as much fun well the thing about oh it is, then they it, had like, these they had a rhino. animals <laughs> and then yeah they had rhinos which by the way that rhino scene was fucking great it was really good i i felt bad that for the elephants yeah. i felt bad for the elephants yeah, they just came by and fell out, fell that was over. So sad. And then like, oh, then they brought like magic, and then it's like it's basically just they food. and yeah. it's like that was not as exciting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that first day was fucking great. I I, I like that, that. I think is the best. I think the arrow part is good when they bought out the sun. Oh yeah, arrows. that was great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also I I really like the the ending when um Gerard Butler throws his uh, spear at Xerxes. 
and it's like you get oh, that, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. that great voiceover that like repeats itself but that now you understand yeah. why it's repeating it. it's so good i think it's so well done yeah it's like uh, honestly it, it here's the thing this movie honestly makes me think like Zack snyder you should only do comic book movies because when you have to fuck storyboard shit it looks terrible yeah. or when you have to make a story it's terrible like you need someone to write these scripts for you and then they tell you what to film and you can make things look cool yeah. like he definitely is uh he is the definition of like a of, of a of a like what do you call it a music video director yeah where it's like how can i make this shit look cool <laughs> i i mean and, i was gonna argue with you but i think you're right like i, th- I think that's exactly correct yeah, and it's like, oh, here, here is a story already written. Guess what? It's already storyboarded, too, so you don't have to fucking worry about this shit. Now just make it look cool. And he's yeah. like, I got you. And guess what? We also got Gerard Butler to deliver all these cheesy fucking lines. <laughs> and it's like, wow, he really makes it pop, doesn't he? Yeah. I'm just looking. I'm now looking at Zack Snyder's filmography for his directing, and it's like 300 Watchmen. <laughs> Legend of the Guardians, The Owls of Gahul, oh, oh, <laughs> Sucker Punch, Ooh. Oh um, boy, yeah. Man of Steel. Oh boy, I mean that was okay. Batman vs Superman, no, that was Justice really, really League. Bad. Oh boy, that was uh, horrible. Then Zack Snyder's Justice League. <laughs> that was much better, actually. Yeah, that's what Andrew said too. I mean, it was like it's 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 like saying like was it better than the first Justice League? I mean, that's low low bar to clear, yeah. but yeah, it was yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, and then Army of the Dead, which I, I liked generally. I, I liked it, Army of the Dead. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Um, yeah, but yeah, he just he he knows how to make a good a good uh, a good video of good what's it called music video. Yeah. Just I just need someone to rain them down. I was you know what I was actually really surprised about with this movie. I was surprised at the runtime. It's almost two hours. Really? Yeah, this movie's an hour and fifty seven minutes. I mean, like, did you think it would be longer or shorter? I thought it'd be shorter. Really? Okay. Yeah, I th- and I, I do think, like, to be fair, the movie has a lot of slow-mo. Oh, like, yeah, I was going to write that. Like, maybe it is 90 minutes. It's just, like, so all the slow-mo and then the, the sexual tension between the characters. <laughs> like, when, when Leonidas meets King uh, Xerxes, uh-huh. there's so much sexual tension. Oof, boy, that is... Oof! <laughs> I like Xerxes being, like, a fucking 10-foot-tall, like, demigod. <laughs> <laughs> King of kings, by the way. With his, uh, with his drawn-on eyebrows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way, he... Uh, no, no. You know what? Again, I'm going nope. to wait for the fun facts till later, okay? Okay. I, I'm, we can do fun facts whenever you want. I, I literally... I don't have that much more to say, except for uh, abs again. And some big, thick abs. thighs. Real thick thighs. Mm-hmm. Okay. I guess I'll, uh, I'll just get into the... Fun facts then, right? Okay, go Because I, I also don't have much. I mean, it's just like, yeah, these action scenes were awesome. <laughs> and then the next action scene was awesome. You and just, then the fucking voiceover, great. We're just okay, dumb so, bros. We're just talking about this like stupid dumb bros that we are. Yeah. So you may as well go ahead. Okay, so fun facts. Number one, there wasn't actually 300 soldiers. <laughs> he brought 300 soldiers and they all had like two or three people there who were like their, their assistants. So, and, and then they had another army come by and help them. So that was actually like six to 7,000 soldiers. Yeah, that's okay? a lot. Okay. Yeah. And they they were doing the they were doing that mountain pass, and then there was there was an old goat pass that the 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 what's it called Persians. the Persians found mm-hmm. about, and that's how they ultimately got there. Wait, did um, they find out about it because a traitor, no, <laughs> a misshapen no, no. traitor, showed them? No, where they it was? just they just walked around and found it. <laughs> I love. Um, I just like that. That was the part of it where they were like, "Well, hopefully they don't find it." And I was like, "What? That's your plan? Hopefully they don't <laughs> find it. That's a terrible plan." 
Um, another fun fact. Spartans actually did not value the no retreat, no surrender mm-hmm. concept. They actually, they valued the soldiers and they thought that dying in, in battle was the most noblest of deaths. Yeah. But uh, the overall, what the Spartans really valued was a soldier who would live. So <laughs> I mean, that checks out. <laughs> like, they don't want you to retreat, but they want you to live. Yeah. You know? Um, so basically breaking rank and then like, just, just like they, they did a lot in this movie where they were like, okay, we're in that perfect phalanx so no one can get killed. And then they would just break rank and then just run off like battling like six, killing like 12 people by themselves. Yeah. Like, no, they would never do that. Yeah. Um, what else was fun? Uh, the immortals, those are actually real. That's a real thing. That's a real army. Really? So, yeah. Is that what so they he, looked like under their little masks? No, 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 no. But they were called the Immortals they because they syphilis? would wear... <laughs> <laughs> they were called the Immortals because they would all cover their faces. Mm. And the basically, it would be a, an army of exactly 10,000 men. So anytime someone was killed, they would just replace them. That's why they would call the Immortals. Weird. That's yeah. a weird, that's a, that's a very high exact number. I was not expecting I, I, you to say that. Yeah, I know. Like, when I read that, when I read that, I was like, all right, that was, that's weird. Okay. Yeah. Um... Uh, Leonidas, fun mm-hmm. fact, he was actually 60 years old when, when all this happened. Oh my God. Yeah. So here's the really interesting thing is that that, that harsh Spartan training mm-hmm. was only done to the, to the soldiers, not to like, there's other fucking Spartans, like Spartans, there's all the whole thing of Spartans, right? Somebody has to make the pots. Like, so yeah, like they, exactly. You can't, Somebody you can't has to farm. All soldiers. Yeah. Somebody has to farm and shit. Um, but yeah, so that was reserved for like the, the soldiers, which almost all of the people would have training but yeah. there were special soldiers who got like really really harsh training yeah but leonidas was the third of his uh was the third born mm-hmm. and basically like the first guy i think got killed in battle and then the second guy like went crazy and ran away so he actually went through the harsh like spartan training because they never thought he was going to be king mm-hmm. so he's actually one of the very few Sp- Spartan kings to actually have that harsh training as uh, to become a soldier oh interesting um, and then what, oh, so the Spartan armor, so, <laughs> I don't, I don't know if you know this, but the Spartans did not run out there in fucking, just, like, showing off the rabs and shit. God, you're really ruining this for me. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, so, here's the thing about the Spartans, is that because they It wasn't trained... a loincloth and a cape? <laughs> the <No>. fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Look, because they trained so fucking hard, they were much bigger and stronger than the average human being at the time. Yeah. Uh, like they were fucking muscular, so they would actually carry around like seventy pounds of, of weight, including the shield, which was like thirty pounds. Can you imagine just holding up thirty pounds like that? Just and just like forever? here, you're supposed to you're supposed to fight like this. Yeah. And, but um, so it was like seventy pounds. But that's the thing, like because their weight, because their their uh, armor was so strong, that's why they were so fucking like good at yeah. war, a- including the shield. Apparently, so I used to watch this TV show on the history channel and basically they would talk about like different warriors types of warriors and then mm-hmm. like put them like have them fight each other in like some simulation yeah and like the parent what the guy said was like that the spartan shield could be the fucking best weapon that they've ever had to that they've ever seen in their simulations you know but and they were just and by the way just it, it, it was a silly show it's not like don't don't think like this is oh right, this right. is definitely this is I, def- it's like some fucking like 20 year old would put it into his apple his macintosh <laughs> And be well, like, imagine, yep, the simulations happened. I imagine this is like, it, it was like a History Channel stupid, like, kind of reality thing where it's like, it's like how on the Discovery Channel they have, like, animal versus animal. Like, which would win, a tiger or a bear, like, in the simulation? Uh, so, it was that, Okay, right? so th- this was a show. They would be like, well, who would win, a samurai or, like, a ninja? <laughs> 
And then they would have some guy come by who's like an expert in samurai, in yeah. samurai training, who's trained samurai. And then they would measure with a computer like his different attack. Right. And then the ninja guy would come by and measure his attacks. And then they would put him in the simulation and then be like, okay, they fought 100 times in our simulation. This guy won 60% of the time. So he's a winner. And apparently like the Spartan... I think he was fighting a ninja, actually. The Spartan won, like, 90% of the battles, <laughs> and they were, like, the overwhelming majority of them were won because of the shield. Yeah. Like, that shield was such a fucking weapon that they had never seen anything that could stop it. That's so but, interesting. Um, yeah, so that shield is, like, a huge, huge advantage. Uh, okay, and then one last fun fact. Okay. So there, it, this was a real battle. The Oh, I'll give you two more fun facts. Okay. So, but this is one. Number one, there was a real battle. Um, and there was one guy who uh, lost his eye, mm-hmm. not by, not in battle. He lost it with like some from fucking disease or something. And <laughs> okay. uh, basically, he was sent back by the king, and he was actually viewed as a coward for not staying there and dying. Mm-hmm. Until the year later, when during that big battle that happens, he actually went out there and fought, apparently fought with so much verbiage. Yeah. And so much like in, like he fought, he killed so many fucking people that they were like, okay, he's no longer a coward. We're not going to give you any awards because you ran out there like a fucking madman. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, you know, you were supposed to be a team and you yeah, were like, right? I'm going to be a one man army and just killed everyone. And they were like, look, we appreciate that you were able to do that, but please don't do that again. So we're not giving you awards. <laughs> but you know what? You're no longer a coward. Good job. <laughs> Okay, and then uh, the final fact is uh, Dan Carlin actually did something about the Persian army. The Persians. <gasps> he did. I love yeah, Dan it was Carlin. King King of Kings. Oh, I did. And, I listened to this. Yes, I did. Yeah, and he talked about the different kings and eventually talked about this battle. And my favorite thing that he talked about with this battle was like, if you look at the Greek store, the Greek accounts, mm. they all talk about this three hundred battle being like the most important thing, like really showed the, the, the Greek spirit and blah, 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 and this and that. Yeah. And then if you look at the Persian accounts, it was literally just like, well, we landed, um, you know, we, uh, we had, we had like, we, 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 were, we were delayed by a couple days by some small bar- army. No big deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the amount that we like are like, oh, my God, they really killed them and blah, 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 and this and that. And like the Persians barely even gave a shit. The Persians were like, yeah, we had a minor delay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, that's enough. Wait, are you facts. saying are you saying Xerxes didn't get a spear thrown through his uh, many piercings on his <laughs> no, cheek? No, and he didn't think himself a god king. He was a king of kings. He, okay. Uh, it was because, uh, oh, Jesus, do you want me to go into his strength dragon? I mean, I don't know how much our listeners do, they, but you go they, for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so, and I love history. This is this is why I know all this dumb shit. But basically, he is, he was, uh, if, if I'm not mistaken, he was either the son or the, uh, the grandson of... A famous Persian king called, um, God damn it, Cyrus. Mm-hmm. Cyrus the Great. Cyrus the Great basically went around, conquered, created the entire Persian Empire. And the reason why they considered him great was because he would literally conquer, go to you and be like, you keep your culture, you keep your language, you keep, like, th- th- nothing. All you do is just give us give us a little bit of stipend from tax. That's it. Yeah. So it's like, you, you stay, and also, uh, you're not allowed to have slaves. Mm-hmm. So you keep everything, your entire culture, everything stays the same. All you do is just give us a little bit of tax and uh, get rid of the slaves. Yeah. And that's it. We're done. We're not going to force you to be Persian. We're not going to force you to, like, change your language or anything. Or even, like, punish you for having to battle us. Yeah. So he was, he was called Cyrus the Great. And that's why he was called the King of Kings. And that's why um, 
his descendants were all called king of kings, not because he was a not because they thought themselves gods, but because he was a king of other kingdoms. Okay, that makes sense. You know? Yeah. It's almost like the, the president is the king of all the governors, Dragon. And the governor That's of governors? But, no, <laughs> it's literally no, not yes, how that works. The governor <laughs> of governors. No, that is literally not how our system works. But yeah, it, it's, it, it, it's, it, that's, that's why he was the king of kings and he didn't think himself a god. Yeah. Okay? Exciting. So uh, basically, yeah. All okay, right. do you have any more? Should we, should we do any more history fun facts or should we wrap it up? No, let's wrap it up. I think okay. that's enough because, you know, this is not a history podcast. It is right? As much as you want it to be. Also, by the way, I'm sure like half of those history facts might be wrong. So go ahead and Google them. And uh, you know what? Go ahead and uh, uh, text the dragon if, they're, uh, <laughs> if, if you have any corrections. Um, because as she explains them to me, I will not listen. Yeah, fair enough. I am truly not going to Google any of this. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Uh, Berto, right, you, choose, you choose for next week. Oh, no, Wait, we have we to do our ratings. Even... <gasps> yeah. I almost forgot. Right. Okay. Dragon, do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, I, 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 truly, I thought this was worth it. I think it's worth watching. If you've never seen it, <laughs> I think it's worth watching. I think it's okay. fun. Um, would you give this a trashly or a smashly? I would give this a smashly. Wink, 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 wink. Oh, <laughs> nudge, nudge. Oh, I can't wait to see that. The one drone drum. Um, okay, Berto, what, what about you? What do you give this on a one to ten? Um, number one, my final thoughts are oh, abs. Yep. Are number one, abs. Mm-hmm. Number two, Jared Butler could be is I, I think Jared Butler is our greatest living actor. Yeah, national treasure, despite yeah. him not being from America. <laughs> but he's Scottish? I give this, is he Scottish? He's Scottish. Okay, I give this a clear eight out of ten because <laughs> <laughs> it is an action movie. It is, but it's a fucking great action movie. It's it, so much fun. Like the movie itself is like the storyline's like whatever. It doesn't even matter. It's just like great. It's good action. It's great voiceover. It's a good adaptation, I think, of a of a comic book. Like a very like true to the St- bo- comic book. I assume yeah. adaptation. I assume because I haven't seen them, but yeah, I assume that too. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. All right Berto, what about next week? What do you got for All us? All right, Dragon. You know what next week is, right? What? It's val- It's gonna be Valentine's Day. Right? <gasps> it, it Well, it's gonna be. It'll come out two days after Valentine's Day, but that's okay. It's close enough. Close yeah. Enough, <laughs> close right? enough. Well, I'm going to give our thousands, tens of thousands. <laughs> millions, of listeners, a, Millions. We give Joe Rogan a run for his money, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, fucking good, good luck, Neil Young, trying to stop us, all right? <laughs> Go ahead. We can't. We have yep. too many listeners. Um, so, you know how much our, our I'm going to give them a little bit of a treat, okay? Okay. Now, since it's Valentine's Day, we're going to watch my favorite type of movie. Mm-hmm. Right? It's a rom-com. Mm-hmm. And I know you love rom-coms. <sighs> You've loved every rom-com I've brought to you. Uh, we're going to watch a little movie that came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. All right? Mm-hmm. And again, it came out in December 2001. So <laughs> two months after 9-11, we said, Lord, can Hugh Jackman <laughs> and Meg Ryan bring us back from the brink of disaster that we feel? <laughs> uh-huh. Harvey Weinstein, we need your help. <laughs> God. And we're going to watch a little movie called Kate and Leopold. It came out in 2001. It's two hours and three minutes, and it's on HBO right now. Okay. It's directed by James Mangold, starring, of course, Meg Ryan, uh, Hugh Jackman, and Liev Schreiber. Mm, okay. All right. I am, uh, I've never seen it, and I don't know I, what it's about. I mean, you kind of gave me a rundown, but that in one ear, not the other. I have I, no idea. I, <laughs> all right. I would give you one right now, but, you know, no, then we have to go into more history. No, we don't need to do that. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Oh, oh okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye.